Hi everyone, we're here for another, for another update from Jim Pemmon, the CEO and founder of the Gyms Group. So this is the buy a buy a monthly uh, type of thing. We were doing it weekly, but as the as the sort of the news yeah, was fortnightly sounds Fort- probably more like the the way to go. Yeah, yeah, we had a few more things banked up. So let's start off first with the coronavirus update for everyone who's watching. Okay, um, first it's been interesting. Our actual leads for April this year were almost identical to what they were April last year. Um, what's happened is the, is the unserviced leads have gone down. Mm. So I think what's happening is that franchisees who are short in one division are taking leads in other divisions, which is a great, which is a great thing to do. And I've spoken to some franchisees who have really been helped by this. And that's very unique to gyms, isn't it, being able to take that? So if anyone is listening or watching at home thinking, how does that mm. work? Well, if you have a mowing franchisee who's, or let's say they wouldn't, they're not struggling, we know they're definitely not mowing guys, but if they wanted to, they were short of work and there was an unserviced lead and they are capable of doing it. Mm. Well, let's say cleaning that new disinfect code, they can put themselves down for that. And if a job comes through, they could take that job yeah. to another division. It's particularly mowing leads because there have been quite a lot of those. Mowing divisions have been very busy. So that's that's been successful. And we're developing some software through that will enable franchisees to be able to be informed about um, just the leads from the divisions they want. They want, yes, correct. And, and, yes. and also we want to have it done so it's in a single email so they can just be told, hey, these are the, divi- these are the leads in division you're interested in mm. that came through any of those interest you, or would you like to put down for any of those services? That's a good thing because it helps us maybe take up more of that, because we have a massive unserviced lead problem, to take up those unserviced leads and hopefully keep mm. more customers happy. And that was done on the basis of um, a request, and that was refined based on um, when you initially done it, they were getting leads for everything. So we had um, skipping franchisees getting a, a German pointer, um, dog grooming lead, which is quite yeah. funny. So we, I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it fast but on the other hand it caused too much aggravation so we had to pull back on that but now we're making it an option so that people can get this if they wish to and for selected divisions and hopefully that'll be available in the next week or two and obviously they all have the relevant insurances make sure they have that first check with their insurance company or jim's insurance if they do well at the moment we're just saying take the leads first if you wish and then and then look on the insurance because we we just want to keep people busy Mm. so we're a bit more relaxed than we normally would be because of the situation right now and we've had no issues that i've heard of so which is good I mean, we've had a pretty good crisis overall, um, but it's painful to hear when franchisees are quiet for work. It's just, it's upsetting. I mean, personally speaking, apart from not being able to go to church, it really hasn't been that bad an experience. But, you know, it, it's hard to hear of franchisees who are struggling. Mm. So we, we do want to do everything possible to help them out. And I know that other franchisees have been doing that as well. I know we've had mine guys obviously offering up gear, uh, their equipment and stuff. There's some of the test and tag ones which have been hit really hard. Test and tag yeah. and there's a couple test of Test and others. tag and, and um, building inspections seems mm. to be in the worst affected divisions. Mm. I know building inspections got a new offer though. I released it the other day with Sam Robinson. Uh, about with, with agents, they're offering free online reporting or something like that. So if you are a real estate agent or interested, check that out as well. Um, but what's what's it, well, let's say for those people in those divisions, what's the sort of... Is it a couple of months you think hopefully it starts picking it up or what's the... My, my prediction is this month we're going to start to see some... some the, the economy starting to come back a bit mm. because they're, they're talking about relieving. I know there's a discussion on the 11th or something like that where the government's doing it. I know that the, the government's saying they want people going back to... Uh, the federal government, yes. they want to yes. go back to schools. So yeah. Those in Victoria, the state government's not too keen on that. Mm. But I think gradually it's going to be picking up. And as you know, in America, they've got these almost riots about people wanting to go back to work and so forth. There's a lot of people getting pretty sick of the lockdown and just wanting to get back into normal life. Mm. It's, well, it's interesting. The American one, I think the, the one they showed was the Michigan State House, mm. where they actually stormed it with guns. They were protesting with guns in there. And um, you know, it was quite concerning, obviously, because if someone did have it, uh, it would have spread to a few people really quickly. But I think also the app, 
everyone downloading the app will help. Yeah, well, I've got I've got um, COVID safe, and yeah. I think it's five million of, of downloads so far, and it's great. And they're talking about if you want to go to a restaurant down the track a bit, it'll all be spacing and wiping of yeah. meals and. But, yeah. but you know, you either have the app or you give your name and your contact details at the door, which is very reasonable. So I think, you know, let's keep each other safe by everybody downloading COVID, the, the COVID safe app. Yeah, COVID-19, the COVID-19 app, yeah. And I think when we talked last time, it was around a million downloads. So in the space of two weeks, it's been around 4 million extra, so 5 no, million. I think it's 5 million now. 5 million total, so which is So it's been great. taken up well, which is great, and I think everybody should have it. Yeah, and I'm pretty pleased that the media didn't push this whole scare thing around privacy and that with the app, you know. They generally do that sort of stuff, but I'm glad in this First of all, I trust the government, done. but also because even if they did, what on earth have I got to hide? I mm. really don't mind people knowing where I am. If somebody hacked it and they said, oh, well, Jim's gone to the supermarket, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, that's the thing, right? People are... Like the, and the amount of CCTV that's out there anyway, like honestly, you, yes. know, you, can't, you can't walk around. Surely you're going to be able to walk down the street and, and anybody's going to know where you are because they'll recognise you. That's it. And they can follow you. I mean, what's the big deal? Yeah, I think it's funny with a lot of those conspiracy people, mainly in America, the ones I think they're funny. Um, you know, the government's spying on and stuff. You, know, you walk down the street, there's so much CCTV everywhere. You know, you, 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 just, you just resign yourself to the fact that you really don't have much privacy. No, I like so. these privacy addicts. They, they'll do anything to make the, safe, safe, the, the streets safe for criminals. So uh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, in regards to inquiries, let's say, for example, I know it's not something we want to promote too much, but um, there's been a, a, an increase. You know, we showed some website statistics with the Jim's Mind website, for example, and it's gone up by 10,000 site yeah. visits in the last month. Which has been pretty. That's right. We've had a tremendous result, and actually, mm. in fact, since November, I think it's like doubled. Yes, correct. The number of inquiries going to gyms.net. Yeah. Organic searches, yeah. Organic searches yep. has doubled, which is incredible. Something like twenty to forty thousand. Yeah, nearly fifty thousand. Yeah, it'd be great to get to hundred thousand eventually. But yeah. and that's basically, I think, because of the mostly because of the videos and stuff we're doing. We're actually putting so much extra stuff into these sites that it's it's pulling them up in the rankings, and people are coming yeah, in. Yeah, we've gone we've gone berserk with content, as people would know, with watching this, and it's been great overall uh, mm. for that one especially. But I think. As well, just the general opportunities now. I think people that that redundancy feeling is a horrible feeling, and it's a very horrible feeling. And, and people now, you know, wanting to have an option which is relatively safe. You know, starting a business is never obviously foolproof, but with the gyms option, it's definitely a lot safer. And there's been a lot of interest, a heap of more interest in the last two months. Yes. Yeah. Well, the franchise inquiries are, are coming in well. Some people are, you know, waiting to see how things pan out. But I, I'm really reckoning during this month is we're going to start to see. The crisis easing, even mm. even to the extent we've been affected by it. It's good to see New Zealand back. Actually, we really missed New Zealand. Well, let's be yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so New Zealand was in full lockdown for four for four weeks. Yeah, and they came back yeah. at the end of April. And, uh, most divisions, I think, actually mowing has certainly come back. Um, well, the way we sort of gauge it's on Facebook Live because obviously we have franchisees from NZ and from Australia mm. who tell us what's going on. So I know we had a guy, I think Malcolm from Test and Tag, saying last week it was still still slow. Well, still not happening, but let's hope maybe tonight he jumps on and says it's a bit... That's how I sort of gauge it. Obviously, that's how we gauge it with cleaning and stuff as well back in the past. And mowing would say they're really good, but... We've actually you know. had a pretty good crisis. It's, it's nothing, nothing like... We're talking about body bags and, you know, yeah. lining up and people being mm. shut back from hospital. Basically, my, my daughter works at a hospital and she says there's more doctors than patients. And now they're starting elective surgery again. So we've, had, we've actually done extraordinarily well. So it's about time we started to come back. No, I agree. I'm very grateful, and I'm, you know, everyone wins about paying a high tax rate and stuff. But this is why you pay a high, pay a high tax rate. You know, we've been paying for this for a long time. Exactly. Well, that's true. You know, and that's one of those things. And um, so, what do you reckon about the whole 
the whole economy moving forward? You, you're saying a couple of months, but do, do you realistically think it'll be a couple of months or do you think it'll be a slow um, trickle we're, up? We're not going back to normal this year. Right. But from this month, my prediction is we're going to start to see a pickup. Mm. I mean, the fear is ebbing. A lot of it's fear. People are just, just scared of, of the future. We were scared too. When this thing, we didn't know what's going to happen. We thought there might be, you know, mass deaths. There could have been 150,000 deaths. I mean, there's been like 90. So we just didn't know. And people reacted in, in very extreme ways. And, and we did to a certain extent ourselves too. Mm. In fact, I'm, with the IT department, we actually cut back quite drastically. We've now eased that. We're now bringing people back onto full-time work and... You know, and we've 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 starting some overseas people so we can we can program Jimbo properly, and there's all kinds of things. It's just the situation's changed. Yeah, and we weren't. Yeah, exactly as you said, we're not completely. We weren't definitely completely. Man, we're like any other company. We had to do cutbacks and stuff mm. like that, and there's definitely a lot of fear, even myself included. There's definitely. Well, we were a lot thinking that we might have to sh- shut down completely, like yes. they did in New Zealand for a month. That didn't happen. We yeah. never got anything like as bad as that, and we didn't need to either because mm. their death rate in Australia and New Zealand's been very similar. Yeah, it's been quite encouraging. I think ScoMo will. Um, Definitely do well in the next election. Well, I think we've, I think we've, as a country, we've handled it extraordinarily well. We're one of the the best off in the world. Australia, New Zealand, what do they reckon? South Korea, Taiwan. South Korea, yeah, Taiwan. They're yeah. the four countries yeah. that have that have that have managed the whole process the mm-hmm. best. What do you think about these lawsuits being brought against China? And I saw one for six trillion dollars or something by a bunch of American businesses, which I thought yeah, was quite amusing. Stupid. <laughs> do you think that the actual? Because um, I was listening to something today as well. They were saying that they reckon over the. A guy, well, this guy was a senior advisor to Bill Clinton and Obama, and he reckons over the next 10 years you're going to see the globalisation of trade really come back mm. to going more internal. Do, you, oh, think, do think, you think there's a massive opportunity for Australia to start really producing goods again or manufacturing, or how do you see that? I don't think it'll go to that extreme, but, but I think hopefully manufacturing will get a bit of a local booster. I right. think it's about time we became a bit less dependent. I mean, look, it's nice to have cheap stuff, but at the same time it's important to be able to produce ventilators and those kind of things when we need them. And I think some more Australian industry wouldn't do us any harm, even if we had to pay a bit more for some goods. Hmm. Now, do you think that's... That, well, that's, gonna, that's, the, that's the key point. If Australians need to recognise that... Obviously, we want it always the cheapest thing and the best thing, but maybe we won't have to start you know, changing mm. our mindset towards that. So something you mentioned on previously, that's, which let's touch on now, is, is um, Jim's Jobs itself and Jimbo. Yeah. So we always give an update on that and where that's sitting at. So let's talk okay, about that. Okay, Jim's Jobs is being put out. It's been set to selective people who are looking at it. We, we sent out a batch. We had some, some feedback about some bugs. They've been fixed. It's gone out again. This week, we're giving it to uh, formatized users. We say, okay, we want you to know, is there anything about now Jim's Jobs? Now, let's mention formatized for anyone who's, who's listening or watching. Formatized was the prior program, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that's, an, that's an external Ex- third-party program at about... 500 of our franchisees are using it. We did recommend it for a time. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we want to, we're paying for that. Jim's group is paying for that, basically, out of the technology fee. Actually, we're making a loss on it because it's cost us more than the technology yep. fee. But we want to actually, as soon as possible, have something in-house that we can, so we don't need formatize anymore. Mm. And how's this trial being received so far from what you've been hearing? So far, it's going very well. Yeah. It's, it's they're finding a few issues with it. We're not in a frantic hurry. We want to make sure we've got a great program. But so far, it's going out to successively larger groups of people giving them feedback. They like the program. There's just a few issues that are arising. And we, we need to make that work. For example, one of the things they're working on right now is to be able to transfer information from Jim's Online into Jimbo. So your client information can go directly across. Right. From, yeah, so from, from, Jimbo, uh, sorry, from Jim's Online to Jim's Jobs. Right. So, to, oh, sorry, sorry, to, sorry yeah. to Jim's job. Yeah. yeah, I used the wrong term. Yeah. Um, it's going to be look. It's going to be great. A lot of advantages to Jim's jobs will come up. For example, if you pick up a job and you put it into Jim's jobs, it'll actually let 
the system knows. So if the client then was to ring the office, it's not treated as a new lead. They say, oh, that's, that's Bill, Bill mm. Bloggs. And that actually sends a message to him that recognises his job. That kind of thing we can do. Why do you think the original Jim's jobs are so successful? Because I've looked at it, right? I know people still use it in its current form. And I've looked at it. If you look at it, it looks 30 years old. It's outdated or whatever. However, it always gets a raving review, which I find is very interesting. Because it's very simple to use. Right. And that's the big problem. One of the main problems we have with formatized, very hard to get to use. Those who get to use it eventually kind of like it. They do. But... What you'd want is you've got people coming in, you've got close to a thousand franchises a year joining us up, maybe seven, eight hundred. New to business, they want something that's really, really simple and easy to understand, mm. easy to use, easy to operate, easy to learn. We want to be able to teach people during their induction training and everybody have it on their phone so that when they start, the bobs just come plopping in, plop, 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 like that. It's all there, you, you, everything's set up, easy to use. And what I think you've you, that was done with you. I don't think anyone realised they were doing it. It's just the user experience you've tailored. The UI itself, what we call user interface, doesn't look the best. It looks that day. But the user experience itself, how, in what you're saying, it's so simple. That our franchisors, you know, our masters, trainers in it, and they can train their franchisees if they've got any problems. When we try and change something to have all these whiz-bang whistles, it just throws everything out, and people yeah. don't want that, which is what you've been finding. Simplicity of use. Not, not a huge number of features, but everything really, really easy to use, easy to learn. Mm. That's what you want, more now, what, than anything. Now, what divisions are currently using the trial? There'd be mine franchises using it. Is there cleaning? What divisions is the I'm trial? I'm not sure, actually. Yep. But, but basically, the initial line is, is really aimed for the mowing, cleaning, dog wash, pools, all those divisions which have... Repeat um, interval customers and that sort yeah, of stuff. It's particularly suited to those, and yep. we'll gradually work on other divisions with time. Yeah, so if you are from fencing or from one of those divisions which requires other customizations, they will be in the works. It's just a matter of getting it right for mm. that, that sort of process at the start as well. Now, let's find something else that we've got a bit, a bit of articles online recently was Monopoly. So people might not realise we have a Jim's Group Monopoly that is coming out and it is the truth. It's not a joke. Um, I should well, we, a few we've articles. 1,500 copies coming at the end of this month, we, we, yes. we are told, and we've already got a lot of interest. We've got people who actually who collect every Monopoly set they've ever done. There's Correct. one guy got about 250, wasn't it? Yeah, right? two, no, he's got 2,500. Oh, 2,500. His name's Neil Scallon. I got an email out of the blue, which is the one I flicked you, and he told me I'm the, I'm the Guinness World Record holder for um, Monopoly, and I thought this was a joke, so I just Googled his name, and there he is, this is legitimate. So, um, yeah, he's ordered three copies. And because he's in England, he has to get it shipped to a friend in Sydney, mm. then shipped over to England. So we've made an international option now for shipping on it. But, yeah, he's going to do a bit of a, a video on it. We're going to do a video and send it to him, and they're going to put it on the worldmonopoly.com. So hopefully we'll get a few international orders. But they don't unbox them. So they keep it in the box. He doesn't play it. He just collects them. So, yeah. Yeah. We think it's a great thing, actually. Um, we're going to actually offer it to... Um, for, for the public, it's going to be... The normal rate's going to be 60 70 $60 or $70 after the pre-sale, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're basically letting franchisees... If you want to buy one to, to sort of give to clients, then then we'll let you have a basically cost price, which is about 40 bucks. Yeah, we'll do that. And then... Um... Or plus, plus whatever, the sh- whatever the shipping is. The idea being that if you want to go into a real estate agent, for example, rather than just going in and giving your business card, you go in and say, here's a gift for your kids which is really good branding, and here's my business card. And, and since that's somebody who could be worth you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of work, it's a pretty, pretty decent investment. And then, and then she usually helps the women get something really nice for it. Yeah, correct, and, and that's the idea. So if you, yeah, you can either give it for new business or you, if you've got really good clients, maybe five or 10 massive body corporates you want to look after, give that as opposed to a bottle of wine, not everyone drinks mm. wine. Monopoly's a fairly 
um, non non threatening gift. Like it can be. And every be time it's in the house, it, it, it promotes the brand and it and it gives it to the kids. The nice thing about it is that we don't have to make any money out of it. All we have to do is to have it out there and used. And all these kids are growing up looking at gyms all the time and wanting to use gyms and be franchisees and stuff. It's a fantastic. Thing. What I hope as well is when they open the when they open the thing as well and they see the board. The first thing I didn't know Jim did this. Mm. I didn't know gyms did this, and that's what I want, and that's what's going to happen. Well, our eight biggest divisions are on the board. Yeah, all the all the one hundred plus ones, and then the ones that are fifty plus, they're all got mentions, and then mm. we talk about customer service and business success. So we we're hitting the we're hitting the, the messages all the way through. Absolutely, it's great brand awareness. Indoctrinate the kids, like the Jesuits say. <laughs> that's what we need to do. Absolutely, we need to indoctrinate the younger generation. So now it's, it's going to be a good exercise, and um, it was well done to Jake and the boys out there who done that with yourself and. We got it done, and it was a good idea from one of our Ask Jim viewers, you. It was too, and, and, and Eugene, who thought up the whole concept in the yep. first place for my tea, we're going to give him a free set. He'll be happy. It's on camera now, so we've got to do it. So. <laughs> and the other yeah. thing we're, we're doing too is, we just talked playing about last cards, night, yeah. playing cards. Yeah, so between, we looked at the various sites, so between two bucks and about eight bucks per pack, depending on how many we order. Mm, correct. So we're looking at doing this by division. So we'd love to be in a situation, if we could do it for two bucks, and you could actually go out and you could give with a quote, you could give a pack of playing cards for a couple of bucks. It's not that much extra when you're paying, say, 10 bucks for a lead. Yeah, it's just a lot more memorable. I know the guys do stubby holders and stuff like that, but not everyone drinks and stuff. And it's a different gift. Like, everyone's got a heap of yeah. company stubby holders and pens. Everyone's got that. It's a point of difference. It's, it's and a and it, would be, it would be a great, great point. Because I'm looking at these, hey, this is something new and something different. And, of course, they can collect the amount. Eventually, we might have 50 different playing card packs, and people might want to have all of them. Yeah, you can do fully customizable cards. It's not just playing cards. You can actually do change the fronts and stuff as well. So it doesn't have to be do that. But the poker deck was the cheapest one, yeah. which you put the gym's logo on the back. But it's such a good memorable gift having the gym's logo with the little web address on the back there and you're holding that up and you're doing something. Well, once again, hopefully we can get this paid for by the branding fund and, the, and it'll, the money goes back into the branding fund. So it really doesn't, in the end, doesn't cost anything. So That's the point, yeah. It's, it, there's only a, it's only a win-win, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it just takes our time internally to set it up and do it. But well, so, far, so far the yeah. sales are going well. The, the teddy bears, how many teddy bears have we oh, sold? We sold out last time. And then um, the teddy bears are still sitting there. Haven't been promoting it too much, but I think once it gets to uh, end of the year with gifts and stuff again, they'll buy a lot. We've had one franchisee, Tim, who bought all the building inspection bears when they came, which was 25 of them, and wanted more. So if you are a franchisee watching, those bears are available for your division. We've got, and, and they're how much? I think they're like 16 bucks, 18 bucks. But they have custom division shirts. We've got most divisional shirts. So mm. we have to get the shirts from one place and then the bears from another place. So that's a really good gift as well. It's the same thing. You go into a real estate agent or whatever, um, if it's mate, let's say if it's more of a woman real estate agent or whatever, you, you give that teddy bear. It's Especially a lot more if she's got, she's got young kids. Yeah, if they've got young kids, they give it to the kids or whatever. But um, we've had some big orders for that. We've had some antennas guys ordering a few. And we've had building inspections and some others. However, I would suggest if you want to have a bit of difference in your marketing to grab those sort of things. Because I know with what we taught in the local area marketing, you're always taught, you know, do a fly next door or mm. give that. But if you meet someone and you can give them a bear or the cards or something else, it's a great point of difference. I don't see how... It couldn't be memorable. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be fantastic. I yeah. can just imagine, you know, you're, you're you're doing a house and you go to the knock on the day and say, just say we're doing we're doing some fumigation of the house. Just want to let you know, so if you've got kids in the backyard, it just might be wise to bring them indoors. Look, I'm sorry for your problems. Here's here's something for you for your kids as yeah. a as a as an apology. How, how nice is that? Absolutely, and, and with your business card on, of course. And it doesn't take up much room. You know, you can chuck a couple of decks on the back or whatever it is, and mm. be a business card especially. But even the merch stuff. So we have the gyms mowing t-shirts and hats and bucket hats like yeah, a couple of them they're not that expensive it's an iconic thing and if people want to walk around as a walking billboard mm. i always say moving billboard you know then why not so when, when would you reckon we might get them maybe next month couple of months or 
we have to obviously we're just just investigating yeah just so investigate. I hope not too long we haven't talked about Jimbo either no Jimbo let's talk about Jimbo Jimbo we yeah. talk about Jim's jobs but not Jimbo yeah Jimbo is the, the franchise oars program which helps franchise oars to ring franchisees mm. it's been going out steadily great reaction so far franchise oars say it's fantastic really great way of keeping in contact with franchisees and regularly reminding them to do the right thing and also you know, because they can dictate notes and so forth, it cuts the time down. And you think because it's going to be a lot easier for a franchisor to do support functions, support levels will rise all around, which would be a win-win for everyone. Well, we, we know that, that frequent contact with franchisees is the number one thing that tends to keep franchisees happy, apart from having lots of work, of course. Yeah. But in terms of support, frequent contact is great. So it's going to make it really, really easy. I'm looking forward to having Jimbo set up so I can do my anniversary calls. Right. You know, I'm ringing 10, 15, yep. 20, 25 years. I'd like to be able to ring five years too and make it easier if I could actually have a program that would tell me who to ring, a bit of information, just bang, call them, whatever. So I, I find it a great experience, actually. And how are those calls going at the moment? It's what good. are you finding out? It's good. Do you find out much stuff or what are they? Most, mostly very positive. Yep. Mostly people doing really, really well. I was talking um, on Monday night to somebody who'd been a, uh, a teacher. Right. And he was just talking about why he loves um, mowing lawns. And it's so good. He says, um, first of all, financially speaking, it's vastly better. He's making double what he was. Mm -hmm. But he says, I'm getting great holidays, perhaps different times of the year, a lot less stress. And, and he's, fit. Health, he's and health, fit as well, exercise. He's healthy and happy. Yeah. He's just, he just said it, it's, and he was a senior teacher, he said, but financially speaking, it's been a, a fantastic decision. It's very encouraging, actually, because I guess we often hear a lot of the bad stories. But in, with these stories, mostly I get very, very good ones. And they talk about how great their franchisor's been and how much support. And, you know, Steve's a great guy, because I always ask. And, and it's just, it's, a, it's, it's on the whole, it's, I think I've only had one person who was a bit negative when I rang. But everybody else has been so positive. It's, mm. it's very, I, I enjoy it, actually. If you are a franchisee or franchisor, tell Jim some positive stories, because we do get a lot of negativity at, at head office, which is just the way it is I do, I do really appreciate that. I mean, yeah. franchisees, too, often the one-month things, too, when franchisees respond to that, I, I appreciate those. And the great majority say the same thing. It's been great. It's been good. My franchisee is fantastic. So... It's, it makes me feel good, I must say. It really builds my day when I hear that kind of stuff. Well, that's great to hear in the first month of business because mm. if that was an independent business, I don't know how many people after the first month in business would be going, oh, it's going great, it's going really well. So you hear that a lot from that one-month email, don't you? Yeah. One of the main reasons I did it too was to make sure that, that I keep in touch with pay-for-work guarantee because I always oh, okay. ask about that. Now, let's talk about that real quickly for anyone who's listening from his outside of the group. What is pay-for-work pay guarantee? guarantee is if you don't make a certain level of money in your, in your, when you started off the business, We'll, we'll, you can do free services for anybody you like, friends, neighbours, relatives, franchisees from other divisions, anybody, and the franchisor will pay you. And that's a very effective way of building your business. Even though the amount of money offered isn't much, it's only usually between about 1000 and $1,500 per week, mm. and most franchisees obviously make more than that. But it's still, it's, 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 a, it's a base under your income. But what we've found more important is that franchisees who do that consistently build their business very, very, very fast and almost never do they need to do it for more than a few weeks. I'm talking from some franchisors, it's actually not hardly even paid though, is it? Yeah. I, I, I can't remember any franchisee for, for, for the last decade who's paid you know, as much as $2,000. It's quite remarkable. Once people start doing it, they tend to pick up work so fast that it's not a factor. Also, because work is pretty plentiful these days, apart mm. from divisions hit by the, the crisis, most 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 of the time we're very busy. Now, do you think that paperwork guarantee, did you create that as your own as, a, as an idea or how did you, mm. how did you come up with it? What was my idea? Yeah. In the beginning, I actually offered an actual cash guarantee right at the beginning of gyms. And then I actually found out that I could basically double it 
if they did the freebies and they ended up paying no more, but the franchisees make a huge amount more money. So that's where it came from. It, it started fairly early. Now, do you think many... Uh, the only reason I'm asking this question is I'm quite intrigued by it because I see online all these other franchise systems or whatever, they'll say minimum income guarantee and they put a level on it. Mm. And I would, and they always say conditions apply. So I dare say it's based on how you've done Often it. Often they do it for a short period of time, whereas yeah. with housing, for most divisions, our guarantee is pretty much unlimited. It only stops when you when you stop taking work. So for, if for eight weeks you're not generally taking work, then it'll, it'll cease. Mm. But it's, 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 it's really a factor. A biggest problem in recent years is simply the, the volume of unserviced leads, which is so massive. Mm. Um, it's, it, was, it was close to one in three before the crisis. It was getting very bad. Yeah. Well, we've had that, but even though it was very bad, you had that. There was a buffer. Well, it's bad people. from the point of view of clients, but it's obviously pretty good from the point of view of franchisees because mm. most of them get busy fairly fast. Yeah, and they had that buffer there when there was some stuff that dropped off. I, know fence, I think fencing went from 60% unserviced to 50% unserviced, which is a nice problem to have for the franchisees, but obviously not for the customer. So, yeah. So is there any sort of advice or anything that you can think of that we haven't really covered this in this bi-monthly update of the group? No, I, I think if, if the main thing is that there, there tends to be work out there. Mm. Um, sometimes it's... it's I think I, I get frustrated at times because franchises are saying, oh, because of the crisis and, you know, things are so bad and everything's fear, fear, fear and trembling and stuff. And, you know, I shouldn't have to pay fees or I should pay less fees. And I, I look at the system and I say, but you're not asking for work. I have seen it so many times that people don't ask for work outside territory or they've only asked for work outside territory 12 days in the previous year. And I say, why don't you start asking for the work that's available? And they say, oh, no, the economy is so bad. It's no. And I say, there's plenty of work available. And mm-hmm. I show them the unserviced leads. So I guess... Just take advantage of what's out there. There really isn't as bad as all that. What's the response you get from people in that situation, or what happens? <laughs> I can imagine, but I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to put. Ah, uh, uh, you know, sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. It's right. very frustrating at times. But I, I hate to see people short of work. I, I know. I know. Sometimes it, there's a tendency to say, if only I could get thirty percent off my leads and save two hundred bucks a week, then. Um, which, which, well, actually, not even that. Be 200 bucks a month, so 50 bucks a week, that would solve all my problems, but it really wouldn't Quite solve nice. them. How much better if you could make an extra 500 bucks a week just by doing extra work that's available mm. or upselling or doing the the, um, the home disinfect service? There's, there's just things you can do, and it's just a time to be looking at different ideas of ways of improving your income, talking to previous clients and stuff, upselling to existing clients. Which we had a lot of franchisees do and they shared with you what they were providing to them and that's the great mindset and that's what they've done. Yeah. Where she said, so, I've just thought, like, I know, because gyms is a microcosm of society, I guess, in a way. You have 4,000 franchisees, you're going to have some people are like this and some people are like this. So we had ones who were really proactive in their business and then the ones who, as soon as the crisis went, oh, this is a time where, you know, I can just blame Mm. I know it's a tough time. I'm not saying it's a subdivision like test and tag and building inspections were hit hard, but there might have been other ones in mowing, for example. We know mowing's got got plenty of work. And you've most got most territory franchisees territory have been very proactive and very yeah. good. Most of them have, have done good stuff. They've they've done the upselling. They've done those things. You get frustrated that everybody doesn't can't see it that way, but we just try and help them to understand what to do. If you are struggling, please you talk to your franchisor as well to, about yeah. those areas and opening it up. Or email myself, Jim at Jim's.net. I'm actually I'm actually personally putting a whole lot of franchisees on cross divisional work and stuff. Always happy to talk you to do it any yourself? franchise. Okay. Yeah, I do it myself. Yeah. I, 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 I like to keep contact with franchisees. I know it's strange, but um, I'm, 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 it's good to know what's going on. Mm. I find it very useful because it's not just, sometimes I can help the franchisee, but surprisingly often they bring me some information about something that's gone wrong with the system. Um, even complaints sometimes. You know, I was getting complaints from one particular franchisee that um, 
was getting, they, they weren't due, they were taking post-dated leads which were like a fortnight ahead and they got two different complaints because franchise, because clients don't want to wait two weeks. And I just looked at it and I did delete the complaints because they were technically okay. But then I went to IT and said, listen, after speaking to some of the staff in the office, how long ahead could we reasonably look in the three days? So you're not going to be able to put down for post-dated leave for more than three days because people won't wait more than three days. True. Oh, definitely. No, no way in this market when they get everything right now. And That's right. It. I mean, if somebody who rings up on Friday, they might appear to wait till Monday, till, till Monday yeah. but they won't work till, wait no. till the following Friday. So that was just something that came out of me corresponding with franchisees. I really like that. And I, I look at complaints all the time, and I know that upsets people. But one of the things we're doing a lot now is that when a complaint comes through, the franchisee is going back, fixing the problem, satisfying the customer, exchange of text comes through, send them to me, delete the survey, change to, delete the, the complaint, change to five stars. To me, that's really positive. Mm. The franchisee feels good. Now, maybe they've done some extra work they weren't really planning on. But the fact is, they've understood perhaps better how to define the job in the future so it doesn't happen. But the client's happy and they're telling everybody else, Jim's is good. Mm. And that's that's a very positive thing. This is just something I've been doing in the past couple of months. You've definitely relaxed a little bit, haven't you, with that sort of stuff? Well, I've, rela I've relaxed in a sense, but in, in another sense, we're actually saying more. We're saying, hey, I don't want to just keep you with the black mark. I'd rather get rid of the black mark and put you up to five stars and, but, and make the client happy. That's a lot more valuable than having a permanent black star. And I, black mark, and most franchisees are actually doing very well. I mean, a great majority of franchisees are 4.6 and above, and more and more are going like 4.8, 4.9, even 5.0. Have that been increasing yeah. in the last couple of months? Absolutely. Because you can actually check on the system. If you have a look at a franchisee, you'll see their overall star rating, and you'll see the star rating since June. Mm. And very often it's substantially higher, like historically like 4.5, and since June last year, it's been 4.8. Mm. And down the track a bit, what we're going to do is to, we're going to allow franchisees to get rid of the old ones because we're not interested in what happened two years ago. We're interested in, in what, what service you're giving now. So that comes out of the calculation. So if they've got, let's say, they've been around for 10 years or eight years or whatever. We can... wipe off the past. I had one poor right. side who was like 4.5 because of some, he had a problem like in 2017. That's affecting because he's only had that. He's, let's say he's had that many new taken the many leads or something, has he? Yeah. Right? So his yeah. new leads are all fantastic. So I actually he was a, he was so I actually he just had some problems in his life. Yeah. So I actually went back and I deleted all the all the old surveys, which is quite reasonable, and kept the new ones. And he jumped up to about four point nine because mm. he's a great operator. He just had a bad bad stretch. For anyone listening, or if you're a customer especially or watching, people don't understand how serious our franchisees take complaints. Very serious. It's not a it's not a situation where if it's another company, you email head office and some, let's say, low-level person or whatever, it's just, sorry to hear that, blah, blah, and that's it, not getting fobbed off. The process is very, very, very well, full the, on. The CEO of Jim's group and the, the brand name actually reads the complaints and looks at what can be done and communicates with the franchisee about it. Well, I flicked one for you last night, which was a product review one. Where a franchisee rang the, the customer back, you know, and Jim responds within the same night, "Who is it?" You know, and asking about it. So found out who it was, communicated with the franchisee, let yeah. them know very clearly what they're supposed to do in future. And it was, mm. "Don't ask the." What he did is he asked the franchisee, the, the customer, to remove the complaint, yeah. and the customer got very shirty about this and said, "I wouldn't use him again." Mm. So I actually wrote back to him and said, first of all, the fact you did that is a serious complaint in itself, but next time." Next time, what you do is you go back 
fix the problem, make the client happy, get an exchange of text. Nobody's going to object to that. Mm. All you've got to do is to send a text to say, look, are you happy with the way it looks now? Yes, fine. Send that to me. Complaint gone, five stars. This was a great operator. Actually, he's a 4.8. He's a oh, really, just, yeah, great, really yeah. good franchisee. And he was very upset about the black mark. Mm. But what he had to understand is this is how you get rid of it. Yeah, and that's an education process, isn't it? It's always an opportunity to learn and grow. And end of the day, that will make them more money in the long run, isn't it? The better well, covers. Yeah. Look, franchisees get very stressed by it. They do, yeah. I hear the calls, quite frankly, if anyone's... I actually hear on speakerphone They, they these, don't like these it, and it's kind of... Yeah. It's, it's, it's not nice. At the same time... It's it's been very positive. It's it's I believe it's one of the factors that's kept us so busy during this crisis because I know a lot of independents are really hurting, mm. but our leads have held up remarkably well, and most of our franchises are making good money. And as I say to everybody, yes, it is stressful to get a complaint, particularly if it's unjustified, and sometimes you can't always prove that. But at the same time, it's also stressful when you haven't got enough money to feed your family. And and I don't know which is the worst stress, but I would say having not enough money mm. to pay your mortgage is probably more stressful than simply getting a, a complaint every now and then that you don't necessarily think is justified. And if they want to know about the process, it's in the manual. The manual the manual's up there, the, part, the page 13 manual. Yes, it's in the manual. Yeah. And you can always just email me to ask about it too. Mm. And if they follow that, there'll never be a problem, will there? Just to point out to people. If they follow that manual, there's no problem ever. That's right. Yeah, so we'll leave it there, guys. Um, if you've got any topics or questions for Jim, please email socialmedia at jims.net. Uh, thanks for that, Jim. We do Facebook Live every Wednesday, 7 o'clock as well. So opportunity to jump on board, let us know. Which is tonight. It is tonight, time. yes. It is tonight, so we're looking forward to seeing everyone. And a lot happens always in a week. So if you are a franchisee or a customer and you want to find out what's happening with gyms, make sure you tune in. So we'll leave it there, and uh, we'll see you guys again in a couple of weeks.